Good morning. Today is Sunday, November 1st, 2020. So this is a trigger alert. I'm going to talk a little bit about Donald Trump and Joe Biden, but it will not be divisive or controversial. There was a remarkable article in the New York Times on Friday, made me aware of something that I was partially aware of, but not completely. It certainly has not gotten a lot of attention. And that is that for the first time in modern American history, the candidates for both major parties, candidates for president, are teetotalers. Both of them never consume alcohol according to their, by their own accounts. Biographers, and I don't mean the, the salacious biographers uh, that, are, that are trying to tell nasty stories, but the uh, more objective biographers of both men observe that they both grew up in families where alcoholism was a problem. Uh, Donald Trump has spoken about the fact that his brother died of alcoholism and it affected him greatly. And Joe Biden grew up in a home where one of his favorite uncles, with whom he lived for a certain amount of time, was a very heavy drinker. And he once said, when he was asked why he does not ever drink alcohol, he once said, there are enough alcoholics in my family already. One biographer went further and said about these two men, these are two intensely competitive men who made a judgment early in their careers that their path to success is going to be willing themselves into the positions they wanted. And that did not leave much room for getting drunk. That's a quote from Evan Osnos, who wrote a recent biography of Joe Biden. One of the benefits of this pandemic since March is that, at least at a death, there has been no kiddish club on Shabbos morning. So for those of you who are not familiar with this term, kiddish club refers to on Shabbos morning in shul during the service, a small group of people, mostly it's men, but some women, a small group of people leaves the service during the Haftorah and makes Kiddush for themselves and drinks alcohol. It is a terrible practice and it would be wonderful if this is a permanent fatality of COVID never to reappear. Because what it means is that a visible group of people leave the sanctuary at the same time, 
sending the message to everyone else that they are an elite for whom the prayer service is not good enough. They have something better to do. And especially since it overlaps with the Haftorah, they basically miss out forever on the beauty and the inspiration and the halachic significance of hearing the Haftorah every Shabbos. They miss a chunk of the service and then they straggle back in and then they dava musaf, which is prohibited because Jewish law says we are not allowed to pray to Hashem when we have just been drinking alcohol and we are affected by that alcohol. That is a prohibition because prayer requires 100% concentration. 100% no distractions that we are communicating with God. And when we're communicating with God and we're supposed to have 100% concentration and no distractions, having a mind fuzzy from alcohol does not qualify. It also demeans the congregation. It disrupts the decorum in shul. And there are other destructive consequences that come as a result of this practice. So as I say, Baruch Hashem, since March, there has not been a single Kiddush club at a death, and Kang Yirbu, so may it continue for many, many years. Now, this halacha, that a person who is affected by alcohol is not allowed to engage in prayer until it wears off, that is actually based on a halacha that comes from the Torah concerning a Kohen. And, and this is the subject that I immediately thought about when I saw this article about Trump and Biden in the New York Times on Friday. The Torah says that a Kohen who has had any kind of alcohol to drink is not allowed to participate in any action in the Beis HaMikdash. He's not allowed to officiate, to offer a carbon, to, to bring a sacrifice, any of the rituals. He is not allowed to do any of that under the influence of alcohol. It's based on a Gemara. The Talmud discusses this in Masechtatanis. And then the Talmud says an amazing thing. The Talmud says that after the Beis Hamidus was destroyed, so in the generations after the Khurban, what was the halacha for a Kohen and drinking wine? And the Gemara says, puts forth the opinion that maybe a Kohen should never be allowed to drink wine or any alcohol ever because Shema Yibana Beis Amigdash. We all pray and we are promised that the Beis Amigdash will be rebuilt. Now, the Beis Amigdash will be rebuilt at some moment. And the moment that it is rebuilt, 
we're going to need all the kahanim to rush to do the service. Well, if you have a Kohen who's been drinking that day, he won't be able to officiate. So the Talmud puts forth the opinion that says that as a practical halachic matter, every single Kohen is never allowed to drink any alcohol because Shemi Yubana Beis Migdash. Perhaps in the next moment, he'll be needed to serve in the Beis Migdash. And to serve in the Beis Migdash, he can't do it. He will be exempted if he is under the influence of alcohol. Now, the final halacha is that we do allow a Kohen to drink alcohol. It has been such a long time. We don't assume necessarily the basic image will be rebuilt in the next five minutes. Maybe we assume after all this time, a Kohen will need a little bit of training anyway to get ready to serve. And the Kohen can have a few cups of coffee while that training is going on. So as a practical matter, we do allow a Kohen to have moderate amounts of alcohol. And, of course, it is permitted, according to Jewish law, for a person to drink alcohol outside of prayer and outside of driving and outside of other activities that require this 100% concentration. And as long as it is done in moderation and as long as it is done safely and as long as a person does not have a health condition or allow it to lead to unhealthy habits, then moderate amounts of alcohol are okay. But the lesson is a very important lesson. If you want to excel at something, that is really, really hard or really, really important, you need to give 100% effort. No distraction. Nothing that takes away from the prize. A Kohen serving in the Beis Hamikdash requires that level of 100% intensity and concentration. When we are engaged in prayer, trying to come closer to God, we require that same level, 100%, no distraction, nothing to take us away from the importance of that communication and relationship with God. And Biden and Trump have absorbed the same message to their credit. It's a common thing when a Jewish person is going to take a drink of alcohol to say l'chaim. L'chaim. To say l'chaim. Why do we say l'chaim, which means to life? There are a number of answers. One of the answers that's given, Dr. Torsky mentions this, one of the answers that is given is that when we take a drink of alcohol, we say l'chaim, that this should be something that adds to life velo lamavas, but not something that leads away from life. It should not take away from life. It should add to life. And if it's going to take away something, then we're best leaving it to the side. 
My friends, I wish you all l'chaim and a wonderful day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.